Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode with us. I'm Bailey, and I'm here, of course, with my co-host. Hi, everyone. Lori Ann here. And today we're actually, this is the first time ever, I think, <laughs> that we have been recorded a podcast at 8 a.m. We're sitting here drinking tea and coffee, and I just woke up not too long ago, so it's kind of nice. I feel like we're doing like a morning talk show. <laughs> it is like a morning talk show, and we've we've just had so much going on, Be, and we just got home from our adventure to Blind Frog Ranch. I know a few of you were pinging me when we were talking about it, about watching Blind Frog Ranch. It's just a really fascinating show. So we actually went there and we met a couple of the characters from the show. And it was super fascinating. And it was in Utah. So Utah's gorgeous land. Then we came back and we Bailey was like, it's my birthday tomorrow. Grizz, um, Bailey's stepdad and my husband, he drove 15 hours to get us home last Saturday on August 13th. Bailey's birthday is August 14th. So on the way home, she's like, I really want to go to San Francisco for my birthday. And so guess what we did? We went to San Francisco and we dragged my brother <laughs> Levi in with us. But I love the energy of San Francisco. I've considered wanting to move there a couple of times and... I love cities, but there's something about San Francisco where the energy is just, to me, it feels very creative, especially if you catch it on a sunny day, um, and like free and expressive, and it's like a, a different world, um, and I've never been to a city quite like that. Like New York is very business-oriented, and very people there are very, um, not serious, but they're very focused. And, um, which I love too, but San Francisco is just like, everybody's playing. Yeah. We ended the day at the, at Golden Gate Park. And I'm telling you, when we go back, Bailey, I'm bringing roller skates. We found, if you go so to Golden fun. Gate Park, there's this little spot where people will rollerblade. And I've sat there a couple of times, honestly. And I, every single time I'm like, I could sit here for hours because it is just so entertaining. The people that roller skate and... It's like high vibration. Everybody's dancing. There's, There's music. It's so much fun. There's music playing. And yeah, mom was saying that. She's like, oh, I'm going to bring my skates next time. And I'm like, I could be down. That would be so much fun. I don't fun. think I've ever told you this, but Alina, Alina's one of my best friends. We've been friends since I was like 10. But we got this idea to, we used to always take the Amtrak when we were younger into San Francisco and we got new skates and they were the one with the four wheels on the bottom. So we thought they were safer. And we decided we were going to go learn how to use these roller skates in the depths of San Francisco. Oh, no, with all the hills. <laughs> oh, my God. We almost killed ourselves. Oh, my gosh. That's not. I'm glad I, 
I'm really happy that I don't know about all of these things now. Now I hear this is honestly the first time I've ever heard this story. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's definitely a place to learn. Like if you want to learn quick, like that was it. And I, I, I think that at for we took a couple of hills on, um, but yeah, I'm still here. To, oh my God, should we tell them the Amtrak or the um, your other birthday story with the what are those things called? What are those things called? It's they they're upright. You see them in airports. Um, People are rolling on. What are they called? Oh my gosh, we'll have to look it up. But it's one big huge wheel, two of two them, two wheels, two wheels, and one you're on each side. On them. You stand on them, and then your hands are on are are on this tall lever with, and you control everything with your hands, kind of like a bike. And you lean forward, and you lean forward to go forward, and so then you, you lean know what back. we're talking about at this point. And mom, a segue, a segue, a segue <laughs> to her. So mom and I. This was another birthday. I think it was my 16th birthday. We're all like, let's go to San Francisco. But better yet, let's go to San Francisco and do a Segway tour. So next thing you know, we're in San Francisco. We're on these Segways with a group of like, there's this one family that was from the UK. So of course, mom loves accents. So she kept trying to talk to them in accents the whole time. And then there was other just fellow people trying to enjoy their trip. And I'm like... So we're going, we're on the Segway tour. Everything's fine. We're really getting it down. Everybody's having a good time. And I'm we're, feeling super confident. Mom's feeling super confident. And we go down an alleyway. Well, I go down an alleyway. And I was just kind of like looking around. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I hear screaming. <laughs> and I like turned my little Segway around. I was like towards the direction of the screaming. I was like, interesting. And like I'm looking out onto a street into an alleyway. And all of a sudden... <laughs> I see my mom zip by like the opening like fast too fast and I couldn't slow down way out of control you can tell that she is not in control in this moment and so I was like oh no and so I just see her zip by disappear out of view she continues to scream and then I hear a crash (laughs) so I hesitantly come out of the alleyway and I like look to see what happened. And my mom's on the ground with one of the the sons who's part of the family that's from the UK. And they're all tangled up on the ground. And I roll over there and my mom's all, you know, she didn't. She got I was a, wearing white, too. And I had a couple bloody, like my elbow and yeah. I think my chin. I think he was okay. Yeah, he was okay. And I was, and he, they stayed away from me <laughs> I remember we were like the tainted oh my ones. Gosh, and they didn't give us very. In my in my defense, did they give us very much direction or, um, or instruction? No. I mean, they did say. I said, "Is this really safe?" They said, "Yes, it's super safe." But then, if you lean forward and with all the hills. You lean forward and you start going too fast. You can't lean backwards because of the hill. I kept feeling like I was going to fall backwards and hit my head. So I thought the safest exit off of the Segway was to run into that wall. That's actually was my thinking. So we recommend not using Segways. No. For a birthday thing. They are, they, they can get a little bit out of control uh, very easily. So next thing you know, it's like 10 minutes later and we're back on the Segways and we're going super slow, and mom's all bandaged up. And back on the horse. Back on the <laughs> horse. I haven't, I haven't rode one of those since that day. Nor do I want to. I see those kids like rolling around on the streets, and they now they have the ones where it's almost like the thing, the handle that you hold on to that's connected to the little board below. 
is completely gone, if that makes sense. So now it's just like the little, the it's two like a skateboard kind the of the two wheels. Yeah, it's like a sideways skateboard. And I see like people riding around on the streets all the time on those, and they're totally in their own and rocking it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that looks how? How do you do that? So I prefer a bicycle. I know. I I loved. I do love San Francisco. I love all the things that we get to try, like experiences like that. We laugh about it so hard because it, because number one, I survived. <laughs> number two, it just it doesn't stop me from wanting to try new things. But now I'm just like, hey, I need to trust my own instincts. Honestly, that not to make excuses, but the but I don't feel like I had enough instructions. Obviously. If I'm running into a brick wall. And I mean, that was really, really kind of, um, and I was trying to get, I remember thinking after I got up off the ground, I was like, okay, nothing's broken. I didn't break any teeth, break any bones. And I thought it's Bailey's birthday. I've got to rally. That's all I remember thinking. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So we've spent a few birthdays in San Francisco and And I love it. I just and this past one, it was just so gorgeous there. Beautiful day. Um, August 14th on your birthday on a Sunday. And just to run into that little spot where they were they were actually skating in a circle and there was a DJ. This this and he was singing. He was so excited about the music. And it was just and it was such great people watching. It was such great people watching. Oh, my gosh. And it was just fun because, you know, Mm -hmm. I have so much, like, I feel really grateful for um, my family because we are, we have such similar interests and we love talking about, like, the same things and get excited about the same things. So it was like we were just walking around this beautiful city and talking about all the things that, like, you know, my brother has his own business where he's also kind of in a very creative field and entrepreneur and my mom and I obviously my mom and I talk about the business on a regular daily basis all the time honestly like new Mm -hmm. ideas and things that we're excited about and what do you think about this or maybe let's move in that direction and so it's fun being able to like be surrounded by people that have the same that are wanting to grow and learn and and even like Bailey's birthday present, we're going in September. We're going to both get go to the Sound Bath Center in Los Angeles, which Kat from Crystal Rising recommended. And I we are so excited. They have a whole wall of gongs. I didn't tell you that. A whole wall. Yeah, I'm so excited. For I'm her so, birthday. And I, I love so just, cool. I do like going to LA mm-hmm. also. And I think I was talking with my mom about this. I'm like, Because I've always kind of had an issue, like, trying – I have an issue, and this sounds so bad, but staying in one place. I was kind Mm -hmm. of – I'm kind of, like – I'm kind of – Would you say you're a gypsy? No. I don't know. I don't know. I just – Or do you think you're looking for a home? I think I'm just always curious. I'm always curious. Mm -hmm. I'm like, there's so much out there. Like, what am I doing still here? Mm -hmm. You know, and not seeing other places. Or Mm -hmm. I think I like the switch in energy. The energy, the switch in energy. I love that. And like, gets me inspired and everything. Um, I've kind of been. I haven't been dating this guy, but I've been like, we'll go out. Like, I like just being around him, and we have, like, we're really comfortable with each other. And the other day we're talking and I was like yeah I just 
I have a really hard time. I've been noticing lately just staying in one spot. And he's like, well, how do you do in relationships? And I'm like, good point. Good point. <laughs> I probably should leave that out of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think you've met the one yet myself. But that's, you know. And, and so we'll talk about I'm not going to talk about my intuition with you on here. But we've talked about it. Yeah, and that, we, we're pretty open with the podcast, but not that open. No, because we want to save some things are su- for surprises. But I do want to say that um, on the trip, because we've just had really a wild, this was supposed to be our downtime, and it's just been a little bit, like I, I'm really grateful to be here for a month. We were just talking about our trip to Greece, so I planned this morning before um, before we started the podcast, planned our Santorini we're going to Santorini on a ferry. We're going on a Jeep tour to all of the these villages in Greece. And that starts in October. So this is like our, and then, uh, then we're in um, Sayulita. Then we're in Costa Rica in December, which we have openings for if anybody's interested. And then we have the goddess retreat in Sayulita, which we also have openings for January 1st. Great way to start the new year. But what I wanted to say is that this time here is kind of like our, our downtime. So while we're on the trip, in Hank, we called, the, remember last year, if anybody's following our podcast, we were in the RV called Rosie. No. No, Ruby. Ruby. And she was, she, she was a good old gal. We liked, we liked her. I loved Ruby. The Winnebago. I loved Ruby. And then we got Hank. And... And Hank is definitely second in line to Ruby. Yeah. We took Ruby for granted. We took Ruby for granted. And <laughs> Hank, Hank tried his best, but Hank would be better for like a, a two person, one person. Right. And right. one person, maybe it's like they should put a rule that they should, the person should be like under six foot. Yeah. My husband, his feet were hanging off the bed and, but, but we had a great time. We, we did shorten the trip because of my surgery. So that was, that was a smart idea. And then what happened while we were on the trip is that Dina Kupfer from Good Day Sacramento reached out. And if we were on the trip, if we were all the way up in Wyoming and the Tetons, we wouldn't have gone on the show, which would have been fine. But she messaged me and asked if we, if we would like to go on and talk on um, on Good Day Sacramento. So we were just on Good Day Sacramento yesterday. It was yesterday, yesterday morning. And we were talking about one of the things that Bailey has really um, dove into is her breath work. And so, and it's really amazing that a lot of people don't know about it and don't know how, what a powerful tool it is. And um, we went on Good Day Sacramento yesterday at my good friend Diane's house, who she just remodeled her house, which it was beautiful before she remodeled it. We went there and had this really nice, um, wonderful time with Dina talking about how to relieve stress, anxiety, and bring in more joy. So I'll share a couple of those tips on here. But Bailey, your breathwork session on there was fabulous. You did such a great job. And you were nervous before going on there. And my whole point is that you were nervous and you were afraid, but you did it anyhow. Yeah, I have this thing that I've been really realizing lately, like courage and, and bravery and, and stepping into the unknown. It's not like when when I do it, at least, and every single time I do it, 
it's not like I'm not scared shitless before, <laughs> honestly. Or and it's but the thing that I've noticed is the more and more and more I push myself into those spaces where I get those opportunities to to str- like use that and to strengthen that, then I I take it, you know. And and my main point with this is like courage is a muscle and bravery is a muscle. Like it's something that you need to grow. And it's something that, yeah, is a little bit uncomfortable at first, or maybe you're not sure how to use it, or um, it's a foreign, foreign feeling. So I think the more and more that I do it, the more I'm like, okay, like I, I, I believe in myself more every time I step through it. So, yeah. But I've, I've also been noticing in the process, like I'm so hard on myself. I'm so brutally hard on myself. And though I'm aware of it, sometimes it's still hard to kind of like rein it in, you know. Mm. And so, yeah, I think that though I'm like, it's a whole process, I think, that I'm really going through right now that stepping through the bravery and then no matter how it goes, just being proud of myself for stepping up Mm. and grabbing onto the opportunity rather than being like, oh, you could have done this better or man, you like really you know, blew that opportunity or you know, I, yeah, I go judgment. down, I, I allow that. We talk mm-hmm. about it all the time, like mm-hmm. the voices in the addict. And I, I really allow it to mm-hmm. get really loud lately. So I'm really working on that and trying to be more gentle with myself and confident while I am kind of moving into different spaces. Yeah. I love all of that. Cause I'm sure that Oh, lots and lots and lots of women. I do it to myself. You're saying, mom, stop it. When we have a tendency to judge ourselves so harshly, and even, you know, we're in this field where we're teaching, you know, to release self-doubt and release a negative self-talk, and we are still practicing it ourselves, which is really such a um, a beautiful thing for, for us to share because we're right there with you. We're working on it too. But here's the thing that I want all of you to realize is that when fear comes up or judgment comes up, you have a choice. There's always a why in the road. I can go, I can dive down the fear tunnel and really let it stop me and not not move forward and go and be afraid. And the more that you do that, the more that it has power, the more control it has. And then pretty soon you're living in a very small world because of the fear has become so big for you. So the other choice on the other side of the road is to take the road where, yes, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway, because then it doesn't have power and control over you. And then when things come up, like Bailey was just talking about, you can heal them. It's just such a beautiful process. So allow yourself to heal them. And then when you need help, you know, ask us for help, our podcast, we have a lot of help, or ask a a trusted friend who really has your back and say, listen, I'm feeling judgment around this with myself. I'm feeling I'm too old, or I'm feeling I'm too young, or I'm feeling I'm whatever it is, not smart enough. Whatever you think that it is, and ask your trusted friend, go, I'm really having a hard time with this. Can you please help me with this? What's, what is your perspective? And they'll give you a real honest answer that will support you because you're asking for support and then it guides you through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that life, especially when you start to like kind of move into this this field of wanting to kind of shift into 
new areas of your life or explore different um, paths or whatever it may be. Like just overall grow. Um, that the universe will always start the universe will be like, okay, you're ready. You're ready. So here I'm going to start handing you. And first it may start off super small, super small, almost like not noticeable, but it will hand you different opportunities for you to kind of step up and grow. And, and then it will hand you bigger opportunities and then it will hand you small and then big. And then, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like this process. And when you start becoming aware of that, you're like, oh, okay, this is another opportunity that the universe is handing me to really kind of give me a hand up you know and it's our choice to to step into it you know and you almost get that hit too where you're like okay this is you know a moment am I ready am I ready for this yeah and then I think that though once you start saying that you're ready and you're you're excited to explore it and and you feel called to this new direction that it's yeah the universe shows up it's such a beautiful process. So think about where you might be having some fear about moving forward and then ask yourself, am I am I stopping or not doing it because I'm afraid or am I not doing it because it's not the right, right choice for me? And I'm going to tell you that lots of times is because you're lots and lots of times, especially in the, the world that we're living in now. You know, it's it's easier and more comfortable to just stay in your chair. It's easier and more comfortable just to stay sitting inside your house. But gosh, oh my gosh, you're missing out on so much amazingness and magic out there. I can't even tell you the things that we've seen, and we're. I feel like we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the more and more we do this work, and the more like this journey that we're on continues to go forward, the more I'm like holy crap, like we really are the creators of our own reality. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it like takes a while and, and you have to be a little bit patient. But man, like things that we talked about like a year and a half ago and like dreamt about mm-hmm. and and kind of went into like a little bit of daydreaming are really coming to fruition. And it not only gets me excited because I'm like, you know, I believe in this work, but to actually see it like – like things that we like was pretty far fetched, and now are are <laughs> really I mean <laughs> part of our reality. I'm like I get excited for ourselves, but I get more excited because I'm like, oh my god, we get to teach others this. You know what how I mean? How to live your biggest life and your best life, and wash off fear and stress and anxiety, and do it. And it's exciting also because it's like I love the idea of teaching others this, but it actually like work it's not like just talk it's not like we're just like do that like we're actually living Mm -hmm. it in a way not saying that in a conceited way but saying that we're seeing the work that we've put in behind it behind works intention Mm -hmm. behind manifestation behind taking the scary steps and now we're seeing like the rewards afterwards and so while we're teaching it and sharing it we know it freaking works yeah you brought up intention then focusing on the manifestation, and then taking the step forward. And I also think, too, not to get too attached to a certain outcome, like to really just be in flow with it, like to have a direction and to have focus, but to be okay if maybe the universe is like whispering like, hey, come over here, like 
this is a better fit for you. Like I know you were focused on that certain area, but let me show you this way. And so having that flexibility also can can lead you down into paths that you didn't even know were there. But if you didn't, and I talk about this all the time, if you didn't start the walk, you would have not have walked upon that path that you didn't know was there. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's like saying, I really am desiring this. I am now manifesting this and then leaving it open-ended by saying this or something better. Because the universe always can, doesn't, we can't even imagine the amazingness that the universe, God, your angels all have in plan for you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, our minds are just like so small and we're, we're trying to use all of the tools to expand them. So we wanted to share just a couple of tips that we shared yesterday on Good Day Sacramento. And so I'm just going to, I know that if you want to grab your pen, we're just going to do a little list. And these are, these are a few ways to release stress and anxiety and find your way to happiness. So I love the first one because when I wake up in the morning, I have been practicing this since I was taught this, which is, I am so grateful. I wake up and I say, I am so grateful. And then I smile. So when you smile, it sends a message to your brain that you're actually happy. So um, so I really love starting my morning like that because it keeps you like Abraham Hicks. If anybody's heard of Abraham Hicks, we love Abraham Hicks. And it keeps you in the vortex of happiness when you start, when you smile and you go, I'm just going to continue because you're in the dream state. You wake up, you go, I'm so grateful to be here. And then you smile and it really lifts your spirits. Which ones do you use? Um, well, I, I love this idea is uh, implementing little small pockets of joy throughout your day, like pockets of joy that are accessible and simple and can, can be really picked up at any point so whether it's um, like I personally love taking new routes like if I'm staying in an area for a long time like I will not take the same route every single day I'll take different routes like you were telling me the other day we were going to the gym and I was going to go maybe it was you or Levi and I was going normally we take a left to go to the gym but I've been going straight and going through this neighborhood and looking at all the houses you're like why are you going that way and I'm like Because this is my new way, like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I think like if you can't travel or maybe you're like craving adventure, start exploring your little town that you're in. Start going to new shops, Um, maybe shop at new grocery stores, like kind of switch it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I love that. Another small pocket of joy could be just like rolling down the windows and turning on a high high vibrational song or it could be like really slowing down when you're eating your food and enjoying it um and just because like thinking about the small things that you can really access within your day that kind of lift your spirits up even if it's just five percent i just i that's a great idea and this will be in alignment with that is like go to Trader Joe's. They have great flowers there or some other store that has. And buy yourself some flowers that make you happy. Flowers. Um, I've been following this feng shui person on Instagram. And I really love her ideas. And she was talking about the vibration of flowers and buying a bouquet of flowers. And then getting at least nine flowers. So you put three in your office, three in your kitchen, three in your bedroom. And, you know, little little vases. 
And just so that it can just bring in happiness and bring in a higher vibration in throughout your house. I love mm. that idea. I think that plants honestly do bring up the vibration in our room. I love places with a bunch of plants in them. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I really want everybody to practice gratitude. So, you know, the first part, you can just do it right when you're waking up. Like I said, with the smile, I'm so grateful I'm here. And then just continue with a couple of others because what you focus on does expand. What you focus on. So if you notice that you're starting to complain, stop yourself, turn it around and say, I am so grateful for this moment of learning. I'm so grateful for whatever it is. It could be your little little furry family member that's looking up at you and smiling. Gratitude keeps you in the high vibrational manifestation energy. It's, it is, you want more of that. So focus on what you want more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think another one that's super important as far as um, to, to keep yourself in this happier state of mind and to protect your energy is to really be conscious of who you surround yourself with Mm. and who you give your energy to and and not just within people but also within what you listen to with like the music that you listen to like notice how it makes you feel if you listen to the news notice how the news station makes you feel um all of the things, all of the things in the external world, just start taking note on how it impacts you when it's entering your body. And that could be listening. That could be when somebody's actually in your physical space. That could be with what you're putting in your body. Like just becoming super aware of, of the impact that your world is having on you and then making the little shifts to spend more time and give your energy to the people, to the things that really make you feel alive and joyful and lighter and and hopeful. That's such a great point. Like I, as an empath, I can't watch a scary movie anymore. I haven't watched a scary movie for so long and I can't watch a violent movie either because I wear it like it just, like it literally happened to me. So I just think if this is entertainment, why am I sitting here and watching a show that's hurting me. It feels like it hurts me. Mm-hmm. And so I won't. So when we're you're talking about consuming, I won't watch shows like that. That's such a great point. Yeah. So just becoming aware and just taking note on how certain things make you feel. Even like I think a lot of people with alcohol sometimes um, it's such a thing that's so normal in our society. And, and I'll have a drink every now and then. Don't get me wrong. But I think really just being aware of when you're when you're have enjoying alcohol or indulging in it, is it because like you're in a social environment or you're like celebrating something or, um, or is it to, to kind of numb out, you know? So it's just kind of gauging on why you're investing your time into certain things and where the intention's coming from and just playing with the idea of maybe taking some things out or maybe peeling back. So it doesn't have to be like, like all or nothing kind of thing, but just becoming really aware with the impact that your outside environment has. I think that's so powerful because for what, when I'm starting to work with a client who's looking for to be happier, we do do a reset sometimes. And if you're listening to this and you go, maybe I do want to do a reset, you could do a reset for one week. 
you could do a reset for a month and just and then you can inter reintroduce it if you feel like it's not playing the role in your life that you would like it to so you could do a month of no alcohol and then reintroduce according to how you feel go oh I just it was it wasn't really playing the role in my life that I would like it to because it is a depressant so if you're seeking more joy and you're feeling like you know, oh, I'm drinking every night, which, you know, a lot of people were doing in quarantine and during the pandemic, they were feeling, you know, overwhelmed. And so they were doing it every night, just, just to kind of take the edge off. And so, so just check with yourself and see how you feel about that. The, the other thing that really brings in high vibration for me, that I don't miss anymore, when I because when I do, it definitely impacts my attitude and my energy and my happiness is meditation. It's like, even if I do five minutes or yesterday I was walking and I did um, Michelle Fielding, the unicorn. I love that one. So I was walking, I was running her light and I was taking in and I was doing a walking meditation. So you don't necessarily need to be sitting and, and I like multitasking. So for me, it really works. And you know what I noticed as well is that it really helps me tap in. I can feel my crown chakra open up whenever I do. It's Michelle Fielding and I do it on YouTube. If anybody wants to look at her meditations, she has some really fabulous ones. But again, I always like Insight Timer as well. If I need just a quick little wash over, I do like the um, Julia, Julie Ella Grace with gratitude. And they also do teach you how to meditate on the insight timer there's a meditation one beginners um little meditation that teaches you so i love that so one thing that i feel that has completely shifted my my energy whenever i'm feeling lower is simply just getting outside i love meditating outside um it really kind of it opens up your pineal gland the sun so your third eye uh especially if you really kind of bring your attention there and I like no to, sunglasses. Yeah, no sunglasses. But don't look at the sun, please, guys. <laughs> don't look at the sun. But no, my eyes are closed when I'm. But I just imagine like it's going in there and kind of circling around my third eye because I'm really focusing on kind of opening up my. Uh, you know, your third eye is the the gateway to your inner temple. Like we hold all the answers within to where we should step on our path. So I'm really kind of focusing on tapping into my third eye more. Um, but yeah, going outside. I've been loving swimming lately. Like if I could find a body of water to go swim in, that is something that completely washes me off and it feels like an energetic shower. And then I get to play and kind of tap in my inner child. So I've been loving going over to Folsom Lake lately. I, I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but there's this one spot I go to and I swear if like I squint my eyes just a little bit, it looks like I'm at the Bahamas. Because the sand is super white and so soft and the water is like bright blue and the water is like the perfect temperature and nobody's ever out there. And so that's been my favorite thing. Getting outside, meditating outside, go and swim, go and play. Imagine water is so healing for us, even if it's just in your bathtub. Imagine it washing off you like any energy that's not yours especially if you work with people or if you're in the healing field or maybe you're a teacher you're around people all the time and so it's just important to wash that off and the last thing that is helping go help someone 
Like, don't you feel better whenever you do something nice for someone? And it's not like you're doing it just to get that feeling, but it's like when you're looking around and go, who can I help today? Maybe I'll help my neighbor. We have an elderly neighbor. Maybe we'll help pull his trash cans out or maybe we'll pay for somebody's coffee behind us if we're in a drive-thru or maybe you'll ask a coworker, um, bring them um, something special to drink or to eat. It's just, it's really such a good feeling for your own heart and your own soul for you to do something to help someone. It, it elevates you. And so I think that um, I just love all of these ways that are just super simple don't cost a lot, can really just be done daily. So make a list, pick one or two and say, I'm going to implement this into my life today. And and we are so grateful. Do you have anything else to share? Mm, no, just that the, today I think was just kind of a, a chatty little episode. Yeah, for you guys. Um, Catch over, you up on where we're at. <laughs> over some cup, cup of coffee and yeah. Thank you for listening, you guys, and we will talk to you in the next one. Yeah, we appreciate you, and we're sending you all the love on your journey this week. All the love. Yeah, talk to you guys soon.